Welcome to a special spooky Halloween episode of the Out for Smokes podcast where we talk about the uh, the horrors of the satanic state of Israel. Once again, we're back. And much like the exorcist, the peep, the government of Israel seems to be possessed by demons. And much Mike like, is like Vicky and much like he's like uh, who's bu- that? Uh, the water boy's girlfriend. Uh huh. You know where you're like you mean well, but you're like let's kill everybody, and you're like no, it's okay. <laughs> you don't remember Vicky Valancourt? Kind of. Yeah. Mike's gonna be the first Italian man in Hezbollah. <laughs> I was yeah, I was thinking it's not a bit uh, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, I would join Hezbollah. I was trying to do research if they let white boys join. Yeah, you got to be a really crazy white boy to join Hezbollah. Well, I was just on Wikipedia. They said Hezbollah was founded in like '92. Yeah, to resist because Israel invaded them. Also, mm-hmm. they just inv- they just fuck with everybody. Yeah, they've invaded Lebanon multiple well, times. Well, yeah, and then they stayed too long in Lebanon. Is that what it is? They just stayed yeah. in Lebanon, and then so Hezbollah was like, get out. Right. Is that what's happening? Hezbollah means the party of God. I know that. Mm-hmm. They're a Shia Islamic party, and they also have a military wing, which mm-hmm. is, you know, designated terrorist. But they're pretty popular in Lebanon just because they fought Israel and, and, I mean, beat them in 2006 when Israel invaded them. Yeah. So let's just talk about where we're at. We're going to continue our coverage of uh, what's happening in Gaza. Uh, let's see. I've seen a video of a kid with his face blown off who was still alive. I've seen a baby who was crushed to death by rubble, um, li- a baby that was literally uh, flattened. Um, uh, now, out, yeah. Everything you're saying sounds horrible, Mike, but yeah. would you be willing to promote and say that is a good thing on the Internet for 2000 U.S. dollars? Um, no, I don't think so. And let me tell you something. Nobody needs $2,000 more than I do. I need $2,000 so bad. Can yeah. you guys explain the $2,000 thing? Is there an email going around? Is that real? So I was going to ask you guys. Wh- I mean, where do you want to start with today's episode? We can start with. Uh, we can start with. Like, talk about how Halloween party was ruined. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. How we don't even get to dress up as bloody yeah, things this year because right. you go, oh, so what are you supposed to be, rude motherfucker? Literally. Yeah. So thanks. I don't get to enjoy any horror movies. Pet Cemetery is my favorite. Yeah. Is my favorite horror movie. Uh huh. I don't. A kid back from the dead is all I want right now. I yeah. wish there was a fucking pet cemetery. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. That's messed up in pet pet cemetery where the the kid gets hit by a truck. Yeah. Stephen King is like an absolute freak. Yeah. And um and he's like no no I'm a good guy. <laughs> like, yeah yeah yeah. But you put so many I awful visions like in our Trump. head. I think the first kid I ever saw die was because Stephen King wrote a book. Uh huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, let's we could. Who were you mad at this week? Well, <laughs> if uh, the influencer <laughs> thing is, uh, there was an email going around uh, from uh, Bring Them Home, which yeah. is an organization like you've seen the Israeli hostages. They put up the the missing posters, yeah. like around New York and, and London. And let's be clear, they're all dead. They've all been blown up by bombs. Okay, so stop kidding yourselves, and and stop and stop crying because your government killed them all. Wait, is that true yet? Probably Gaza or Gaza or Hamas. They've said like fifty some of the hostages died. There, there are two hundred or just over two hundred hostages. Yeah, I was talking to Johnny before the show. This effing because we can't. When can we curse, Johnny? The ten minute mark. Ten minute mark. Oh, did I curse already? I I don't know. Whatever. I hate that bleeping it out, and then I yeah. and then you know, and yeah, then they go, yeah, "What yeah. are you not, George Carlin?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, but Whatever. this effing horse s. <laughs> <laughs> about the hostages, everybody crying about the hostages. They've been blown up, and I tell you what, I this last Friday I read a I read a book by the Honorable uh, Norman Finkelstein. I got this audio book. It's like a four hour audio book. Can you stop saying he was you read be... a book if it was audio? Why? Just because it's not reading a book. You audio listen books. to a guy read his book. Just say that. Right. I know it's a long sentence, but it's what you did. You are didn't you read an, a fucking are book. Are you an audio books aren't book uh, isn't reading guy? No, you better I, not be. I think it's reading. You're, it's no, reading. How I mean, is it Scott reading? is right. Because reading is a very literal thing that is very different than listening. It's an it's a completely different experience. Mm. It's why they're different things. Well, most yeah, but that's the thing that stupid stupid people say. Oh, no, no, no. I understand that, but audio then when books, you think deeper, you go, "Oh, actually, the stupid people are right about that." No, I don't think so. Because I think, dude, I think just say I listened to an audio book. You didn't read a book, though. If you're a, so, why don't you go tell a single mother who doesn't have time to sit down and read that? Dude, she's there's not nothing. Reading. No, go tell, go tell a single she mother listened, that. Just tell ta- you. She listened to an audio book. 
No, just say it's you listen to audiobooks. That's awesome. Yeah, and you listen to audiobooks. That's great. You don't yeah, read though. Yeah, but you're you're. What's the problem? What's the problem? But what's the but what's the difference? Well, it, it, you reading listen. literally does so many different things to your brain than yeah. listening does. Just period. It's a different experience. But you're absorbing it's like, the what's the difference between watching a movie and listening to a movie? Yeah. There, it, it's two very different things. They're different senses. All right. Yeah. I think that explains senses to the guy. This is a conversation. And then you're going to listen to his opinions on fucking, come on. This is a conversation for another day, I think. <laughs> well, this is a separate argument. I don't feel like having this argument right now. Yeah. I, mean, I want to talk about something we agree but about. It is, true. <laughs> hostages. it is true that you listening to audiobook does not disprove the the rumor that you're illiterate. Yeah. So if you actually read the book, right, then right. people would would not believe you're illiterate. Yeah, but I tweet like 30 times a day. You well, have Deborah. You you <laughs> you you dictate your tweets to Deborah. <laughs> I go. Like, I go. Hey Siri, I got something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Deborah, could you uh, could you do that picture <laughs> from The Godfather Two where I'm telling Amy Schumer to kill herself in a bathtub? <laughs> I'm visiting her in prison and telling right. her to commit suicide. Hey, Siri, could you do that picture from The Godfather Two where I'm telling Amy Schumer the killer? <laughs> Do not send it, Siri. <laughs> this is like if you catch the first drafts of Mike's tweets, they all look like that. Yeah. And then he has to he has to go in and uh, Deborah has to fix them manually. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so okay, so if it makes you happy, mm. I listened. Yeah, you listen to an audio book. Which I just think it's, it's awesome, so. Man. I just think it's no. I think fat. the I think it's the foul. listeners appreciate that we spent five minutes on that. Yeah. What? Yeah. The debate about audio. No, that's why we're, I don't want to have this debate. It's we're, we Scott and I have to agree to disagree. We have better stuff. We have better stuff planned for this episode. Um. But, uh, well, do we want to talk about bring them home? They, yeah, yes. The hostages are all dead. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you. We don't know that. We don't know that. We honestly, I, I you know, there's po- there's posters of hostages around my neighborhood. It's very sad. Hmm. It's a bummer. If my, you know, if my grandmother got kidnapped by Hamas, I, I'd be bummed. Sure. I'd be putting up posters. Yeah. I'd be doing. I'd be being like, oh, what, what can we do to get this? You know. Yeah. I'd be bummed if my government started immediately bombing the people who kidnapped them. Like you don't even know where she is. Yeah. No, they're carpet bombing the place. Yeah. And yeah. they've killed at least fifty of the hostages, according to Hamas. But yeah. You know. Uh, by bombing, but yeah. uh, the posters, like just putting them up in New York City or London, I mean that's very much emotive to just try to get people to not care about mm-hmm. their bombing Gaza. Mm-hmm. Like nobody in New York or London is going to be like, oh fuck, that's the person from the poster, right? Right. You know, I thought they were in Gaza. Oh, Hamas put them in my basement. Actually, <laughs> I thought they were in Gaza, but they're in a yeah. Panera Bread. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> nobody <laughs> noticed. <laughs> so I better yeah. call the fa- call the number. Right. I saw you know. her at Sweet Green. You're right. Yeah. So no, it's it is just emotive, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know there have been like people getting filmed tearing them down online mm-hmm. um which like I, I don't care about one way or another but um they're trying to like dox and get sean fired. wants so badly to date a girl who tears down <laughs> <his> <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> by there the way was. sean's outfit if you're watching this uh, we were all supposed to dress up for halloween oh wait yeah. i am dressed up okay yeah. sick Whew. So, some girl's tearing down a poster, and Sean's like filming her, and she's like, "Yeah, what? You gotta, you gotta put this on on the internet." He's like, "No, I actually want to ask you to dinner." <laughs> yeah, he's jerking off to it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a pervert. I'm not trying to out you. I'm disgusting. Yeah, there was like there was like a really like uh, a Mina baddie lady in London filmed uh, taking down the pictures. Uh-huh. You know, so. I almost tweeted that feel when no Mina Batty who rips down pictures of Israeli hostages girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, the Egyptian woman who was yelling at the press on the on the border. Yeah. No, um, that's different though. She's no, different. no, I know. I'm bringing her up though. I think I'm in love with her. Probably. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. She's cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not. And this is not objectification. This is uh, Middle East, North African women are beautiful. Mm-hmm. All of them. Every yeah. single last one of them. Yeah. I got a soft spot for Jewish women, I have to say, hmm. and not like Bar Raffaele Jewish, like not like supermodel, like mm. but like that's my beer, that's my beer. <laughs> you just put your mouth on it. Well, <laughs> can I you look at Bar Raffaele for me? I'll look her up. She's like for uh, she dated like Leonardo DiCaprio. She's like a very like uh, standard. You're not like sick, are you? I can drink no, this. I'm fine. Um, she's a pretty you know Sports Illustrated uh, yeah model. You can look that. John, John, you want to pull up Bar Raffaele hmm. for the for the boys? She's gonna have like forty Instagram stories about the missing hostages. Uh, yeah, literally. Wait, Leonardo dated Raffaele? 
<laughs> yeah. Crazy, huh? That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, she's getting up there, but uh, mm. she's. But I don't. I don't. So he dated her in like the early nineties, is, early is what 90s, you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but my point is, she looks older than twenty-four. I like I like Jewish women who look like they work at a nonprofit. That's a good look. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so um. Yeah, so there's an organization. Jewish women are beautiful too. They're beautiful. Yes, is that beautiful? How you know, maybe that's how we should decide the conflict, listeners. Well, Arab women are also. I mean, I, I've had some guys in my DMs being like, "This is you're a fucking you're an idiot." But then, but then I go, "Well, there's a lot of Arab girls with big tits that are thanking me." Also in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, just so the listeners know, if you defend Palestine publicly, you will get big-titted Lebanese women in your, in your DMs being like, thank you, right. thank you so much. And I can't have sex with any of them because yeah. I'm madly in love with my beautiful wife. Of course. <laughs> They're <you> all <laughs> scamming. They're scammers. Yeah. No, the... <laughs> 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 it's all faking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's uh, giving uh, out his card <laughs> information. <laughs> <laughs> the guy he's donating. Hi, do you want to help the children of Gaza? I just need your social security number and your home address. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, but like you were saying, Mike, the Gaza war is horrible. But on the positive yeah. side, Ronnie Akalik fell- followed me back. Oh yeah, so great. Yeah, well, actually, she did before. Nice. But you know, speaking yeah, of beautiful Lebanese women. Oh, I didn't. I don't know what she looks like. Oh, she's very attractive. Yeah. A great journalist too. But yeah, you heard it. <laughs> you want to? <laughs> I'm not interested. You want to email us? I would never. <laughs> Please, Ronnie, out for smokespot at gmail dot com. Yeah, we yeah. would love to have you on the show. Maybe have you? Maybe we'll get a drink Over before. A day, right. Maybe yeah. the three of us. Maybe the three of us can take you on a date. Mm-hmm. We can do a little. No, the only potential guest yeah. I'm willing to have sex with is Norman Finkelstein. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it takes to get well, him on the podcast. Well, he's actually not a potential guest <laughs> because well, you have a big mouth, and we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know that, but there's a good chance. There's no way he no, actually listened to the podcast. But, yeah. but if he did, I think that would hurt our chances of having him. See, because it, it, now it makes it harder mm. to ask him to do the show. Because now I'm scared that he's going to listen to the show. Right. You know. What if you say, "Hey, this is how bad I want you to do the show." <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I mean? And you offer him a little something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell him we do the show at a highway rest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll do it under the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> we record in a in a men's bathroom stall. Listen, 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 stop, stop, No disrespect. We don't mean any disrespect to the. Did we mention him by name? Well, yeah, we did. Yes. This episode. Yes, this episode we did. There's no reason to edit it out. Nobody's gonna listen to this. Yeah, we're fine. Everything's fine. You. Did nobody listen. listens to this podcast. Yes, they do. Those are fake numbers. We all get together yeah, and we like fake. we do fake hits. We have a, a bot army that does fake hits to just kind of like keep Mike from killing you himself. You guys just love self sabotage and believing so much. I I started a podcast with two of the funniest people I know, but also two of the the biggest <laughs> failures that I know that can't not get in their own way. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should tell. And I get in my own way. Sure, but you guys get in your own way way more than I get in my own way. Yeah. No, you, that's you not true. I think you're you guys are way more self sabotage than me. That's funny, Johnny. I, mean, I think that's who self sabotages the most. I won't even comment because I'm in a good mood. But that's very funny. We all self sabotage equally. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sure. We should just. But talk. I mean, Mike needs like an intervention, probably. <laughs> <laughs> We should just tell the listeners that we have emailed Norman Finkelstein, mm-hmm. and they sent us back a form, because he has like three people working for him, mm-hmm. sent us back a form to fill out, we filled it out, and then we didn't hear anything, but I'm going to follow up after this episode, so we right. will, but if you are listening and you happen to be friends or just know him at all, yeah. feel free to vouch for us, say the Out for Smokes podcast would be a great place, because we'd love to have him on uh, to talk well, about Israel-Palestine. We, we just did that other bit, uh, anyway, whatever, you know what? Right. It's fine. I'm sure there's... If you know him, tell recommend the podcast, but do not suggest he listen to it. Say, yeah, just just be like, they. it's only on Rumble or something. <laughs> he seems funny <laughs> enough to laugh at it. Oh, he's a funny guy. Yeah. Is he? 
He's great. Like uh, I, I posted this on Twitter, but there's a there's a story um, about him on uh, on YouTube about his interaction with Christopher Hitchens before uh-huh. Hitchens died. Uh-huh. And so um, it's just this guy interviewing Norman Finkelstein for his latest book, and he's telling this story of being in Washington D.C. and seeing Christopher Hitchens, and they go out to get a cigarette. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I don't I don't usually smoke, or I stop smoking, but it's like how often you see Christopher Hitchens go out have a cigarette with Christopher Hitchens." Yeah. So Hitchens asked him what he's been doing, and he says, well, I just started up a publishing company. And, he, and Hitchens asks him, who are you publishing? And he says, Norman Finkelstein. And he sees, like, Hitchens, like, sigh and exhale. Uh-huh. And he's like, was well, there some bad blood there? And Hitchens goes, well, you could say that things have been on a downward trajectory since he uh, uh, advocated for my murder on his website. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asked Norman Finkelstein about the story. Yeah. And the story is that... Was he just being dramatic? No, the story is that, as Norman Finkelstein tells it, on his website, so in 2008, Christopher Hitchens was waterboarded for mm-hmm. Vanity Fair, right. you know, to find out if it was torture. Right. And after he got waterboarded, he says, yes, it's torture. Mm-hmm. So Norman Finkelstein writes about that on his website, <laughs> and he says, hey, uh, Hitchens apparently didn't know waterboarding was torture, so could somebody shoot him twice in the head so he can find out if that's murder? Nice. Yeah, which oh, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, because you don't know if waterboarding is torture. Well, you don't know if getting shot in the head twice is murder either. Why are know? all these people so, like, thin skinned? Yeah. But it's just like, that is, you know, because Norman Finkelstein's 69 years old, but that just tells me, in a way, like other intellectuals like uh, Michael Parenti or Peter Dale Scott, he understands the internet. Yeah. In a way, like those others of, you know, his generation or just before don't. Yeah. Because the internet is about making death threats. Right. Like that's back in 2008. He was yeah. using his website to tell his fans to go shoot Christopher that's Hitchens not even in the like, head. Yeah, but that's not even. It's like a joke. It's a funny joke. I, you're going to be all like. I thought like, it was a great story. You're going to be like prissy about it. No. Well, I guess no. No, Hitchens. I'm Hitchens, saying Hitchens. Like, yes. He's probably Hitchens a looks brain. like a hen. He well, he's dead now, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Everybody's just, just such a baby. Yeah. But Finkelstein's funny. Yeah. And he calls Barry Wise bovine Barry. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Bovine Barry, he says this tweet like Bovine Barry put on her fuck me pumps for <laughs> Anderson Cooper. <laughs> she just like she says stuff that my uncle says. Oh, she sucks. She goes like, uh, yeah. And I was arguing with Ian about if she's intelligent or not. Hmm. I've been talking to Ian a lot. It's been uh, that uh, uh, that sentient ham is intelligent. Yeah, it's been not the greatest use of my time. I'll say that. Some people have asked to have him on the show. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so let's just get into it. There's there's people dead. You know, we've seen uh, there was a there was an Al Jazeera journalist whose family was uh, killed and targeted. By the way, that he, he was the guy's family was targeted. Um, yeah, that's really fucked up. If we want to go there, but maybe we should finish we've seen, the. Uh, we've seen orphans. We've seen you know, like I said, a baby flattened by rubble, uh-huh. uh, a kid with his face blown off, uh, dead kids. You know, all the time, kids covered in. Uh, Debris. The, even the kids that don't die, they're gonna be they're gonna be traumatized. You know what you sound like because your accent. Yeah, it, it reminds me of after nine eleven. You uh-huh. could go. I mean, yeah. this is like a year or two later. Yeah. And then people would sell merchandise, yeah. and it sounds like you're selling merchandise. Like we got uh-huh. we got kids with rubble on top of them. We got beheadings. <laughs> it's because his accent is such like a hey, what's up? Yeah. But yeah, yeah continue. Go yeah. Ahead. Um, this is a news program. Hmm. Yeah. But uh. Well, did we want to start with the Bring Them Home, that social media campaign? Oh, have, yeah, we started talking about we that. We started talking about that, and we got derailed. But I'll just, there's an email from October 17th that was uh, leaked uh, by one of these influencers who got it. And, you know, it says, Dear whoever, I'm reaching out. It's from Bring Them Home. The, the subject line is Stand for Peace. I'm reaching out to you on behalf of a global collective of agencies, influencers, and content creators who are coming together to raise awareness about the difficult situation in Israel. As you're aware, the people of Israel are currently fighting not just a war against Hamas terrorism at home, but also the, in the battle to tell their story to the world. During these times, your voice is needed. Our group has created a library of explainer videos that can be used directly on your platforms with hashtags Hamas is ISIS or hashtag Stand with Israel. Top influencers and creators already supported include Kim Kardashian, Madonna, Gail Gadot, uh, Casey Neistat, Amy Schumer. Yeah, who is that? I don't know who that is. Amy Schumer, Kylie Jenner, Jerry Seinfeld, and many others. And then blah, 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 kindly send us a link to your 
uh, post and will uh, prude to repost and increase engagement. And then, you know, these various influencers get like cash offers from like 2000 to 5000 or I assume Kim Kardashian. Probably not as much of a cheap date as the others. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's a. Uh, I think it's pretty depressing. Like you have to be like really completely unaware of what's going on to accept well, that kind of blood money. Right. So we're seeing all these posts from celebrities where like everybody from Amy Schumer to to like Amy Schumer's just just <laughs> posts that are fucking <laughs> stupid. And then we have, you know, somebody like Brett Gelman who just writes things that are completely. But the stuff that Brett Gelman's writing, it's like it's it's so egregious that you really can't get mad at it because mm-hmm. you go like no thinking person would construct these thoughts. And I think th- and, and it's like they must be getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. But the post from Josh Gad really kind of bum- uh, bummed me out because that guy is just such a fat pussy. Um, I, I don't know who that is. He's the guy. He's he was in like he played uh, the snowman in Frozen. He's like a short pudgy uh, actor. Mm. Yeah, he was in Book of uh, Mormon. He was in Book of Mormon. He's got a new thing on on Broadway. But he's a, he uh, during COVID he like filmed himself crying because yeah. his kids couldn't go to school. Yeah, you he's know? like if Jonah Hill was a Broadway. He's like kid if Jonah Hill was like a theater know, what kid. He was, yeah. yeah, yeah. He just filmed himself crying and shitting his pants because he he had to spend time with his children. Um, but anyway, so he so he writes this post, mm. and if and all these posts from Drew Michaels' post to all of Amy <laughs> Schumer's posts, <laughs> motherfucker, I, I knew Mike was getting it in. I'm, I'm I thought chilling. that's why we're you were pausing after you said Amy Schumer. <laughs> Mike is why? Well, why would I not yeah. say I self sabotage? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean self sab? What like, like he's gonna help me? Uh, he should kill himself. <laughs> Mike is. Um, Mike, what's going on? The kid has a Halloween costume. At the very least, he, you bought him a Halloween costume, right? You're not so <laughs> yeah, focused on so this. on Israel Gaza. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. so. He just got a sweatshirt on. Couldn't even put on a costume I for forgot the show. We were, I forgot we were doing The costumes. Halloween show. I know. I'm like the, Could poor, have had a like the poor kid. Costume yeah. for the listeners. Yeah. yeah. Or the viewers. He's going to anyway. tell Ben that the missing kids posters is candy. Take one. Go take them. But I just wanna, Fuck I just guy. wanna get into like, because I saw this post. He wrote this post three days ago. Uh-huh. I'm truly getting tired of having to explain why, why and how anti-Semites are being anti-Semitic. This is Josh Gad. This is Josh Gad. Your Jewish friends are exhausted explaining to you why the rhetoric is completely outrageous, inflammatory, verging on insane. Figure it out or don't. But don't, don't. Uh, but stop coming to us to explain away why. And also, there's like dots where they, where they, where he made grammar mistakes that he didn't correct. Because not only is he a fat pussy, he's a fat, stupid pussy. <clears throat> you know what I was thinking about the other day? It's like, you know, living in New York or wherever, you meet all these anti-Israel Jews, mm-hmm. and you're like, in your head, you're like, how could anyone hate these people? These are the coolest people ever. Right. And then you meet like the Michael pro-Israel Brooks. Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's why anti-Semites exist. That's why people think there's I a mean, worldwide conspiracy. I mean, that's way worse than saying a person's name, Sean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Can we endorse? Yeah, but okay. <laughs> yeah. No, there is there is like a sort of, and I, maybe we can get into this on the Patreon or whatever, but there is kind of a, there is a culture, it, there does seem to be a culture where it's like, it's okay to to rent somebody an apartment and then you get mad at them when they call 311 and then you kick them out of the building uh-huh. and offer them money to leave the building and then never pay the money. There's something in the psychology of that those that type of person. Well, it's just like, yeah, and just all the kind of aggrievement from these people who are perfectly safe and fine. Yeah. Like, nobody's yeah. going to bother you right. in New York for being Jewish. Right. You're fine. Right. Especially if you live in, like, Greenpoint or... Well, what about the International Day of Jihad when they were all going to get killed? Right. Yeah. But it just essentially like, oh, when the army that I support blows hospitals up, right? It's scary that you guys are not like, yay, yeah, go. That you're not like, go che- Israel. That you're not checking in, calling right. and checking in. But so this Josh Gad post is like, it. I mean, it seems like innocuous. Stop coming to us to explain away why your behavior isn't what it so clearly is. If you can't figure it out, that's on you, not on us. So it's like this anti. This, but this would kind of, but. They've killed three thousand children already with their fucking bombs. Yeah, we should mention. So that. this kind of this kind of posting is like it's kind of like being like, you know, after the Iraq War starts, being like, I just want to say that I like 
I love America. Mm. I love America because I can be gay here. Like whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I just think stuff like this, it really just like shifts the, the focus and it, it lets people to, it, let, it allows people to feel that, that, that victimhood that they love so much. And uh, I don't know. It just it's like you know what you're doing. You're see if you're if I'm seeing all the dead kids, then you are too. Yeah. No. And we should just mention. So uh, Joe Biden doubted the death tolls because yeah. they all come from the Gaza Ministry of Health, mm-hmm. which is technically controlled by Hamas. Mm-hmm. But the Gaza Ministry of Health, you know, Human Rights Watch is a Western NGO. They've vouched for them. They've said their numbers are reliable. They've used them in the past. Mm -hmm. But so Joe Biden, you know, had a press conference and he said, uh, uh, to paraphrase, that he just didn't really know if the numbers coming out of Gaza were accurate. Mm -hmm. So just today, the Gaza Ministry of Health uploaded a PDF, Mm -hmm. which if you're curious, we'll link in the description. Mm -hmm. If you want to see, it's a PDF, uh, 200 some pages in Arabic, and it's the names, age, ID number, of every single Palestinian they say have died so far. Yeah. There's 7,028 names mm-hmm. as of today, which mm-hmm. is more than double the number of dead from last week right. when we recorded. Right. Um, and, and Palestine claps back with <laughs> with receipts. <laughs> they, uh, uh, just according to uh, Salal uh, Bijet on uh, Twitter, I'll, I'll link to that, but he says that 2,913 of the names of the 7,000-some dead, 7,028, 2,913 are children. So, and that's actually about half. That's mm-hmm. about half of Gaza's children. So, what that indicates is like A, the numbers are accurate. I believe that 100%. But B, they're just carpet bombing the place. Yeah. Like, if you were bombing indiscriminately a place that's about half children, you would probably kill about half children, which mm-hmm. is exactly what has happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 7,028 dead so far as of this recording. More tomorrow. And I want to talk about the human shield thing for a little bit because I somebody posted like I was on Twitter and somebody posted this cartoon where it was like an Israeli soldier standing in front of a woman with her baby, right. shooting at a Hamas guy who was hiding behind a woman and he had like a baby on his back. Mm-hmm. So the idea is it like oh well we're fighting valiantly and these people are using their yeah, their women I could see and children as human shields. Believing that narrative a year ago. Yeah. What's happening the last two weeks? It's right. just very obvious that. See, even Scott you're, understands. You're being just reckless. You're being yeah. reckless. Yeah. And to question numbers is fucking insane. Yeah. When we see pictures, you, yeah. I mean, you're coming off like real villains, and it's it's a it's just sad. Yeah, I get sad. Yeah. But they're acting like this is some kind of like fair fight where they're acting like it's too. Well, they're acting like well they. S- they did that thing on October 7th. And, you know, to, to people like Josh Gad's point, I mean, you know, Jewish people who are claiming anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. I think because it, it, it's, it's nuanced in the sense that if every person had to release an individual statement, mm-hmm. you have to acknowledge what happened on the 7th is a fucking tragedy and it's yeah, terrible. Sure, sure. You have to. Yeah. But Twitter and, and the Internet is not statements by everybody. It's just everybody Say throwing sentences and saying a new thing every hour. Yeah. And so... To be like, you need to be nuanced. It's like, well, no, in this moment, Palestinians are dying. Yeah. And so let's focus on that. There's like an urgency. And, and the, the nuance, it's like, unfortunately, shit has hit the fan so rapidly that like, there's, there's little room for nuance in, in a full discussion. In a statement, I think you should be nuanced mm-hmm. or you're fucking dropping the ball and you're a moron. Mm-hmm. But if you're just like continuing a conversation and trying to get something done, mm-hmm. at this point, you have to say, Okay, Israel, cut the shit. Yeah. Not the people, the government. The government. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Mm. Right? Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Cut the shit, Israel. Well, it's just like there's no way that people are, like I said, writing this stuff without getting paid, I don't think. Well, and the fucked up thing is they assassinated, like... It really fucked me up yesterday, but Israel assassinated the families of yeah. two surgeons and two journalists all in the same night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, their families or their wives, you know, this is four, two surgeons, two journalists. Each of them, their wife was their wife was killed. All their children were killed because mm-hmm. their homes were struck. They have they had evacuated them to South Gaza, mm-hmm. which is the area Israel says is safe, but mm-hmm. they're bombing it anyways. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Like, but I just want to—I want to push back on this idea that it's somehow like collateral damage, or it's like, oh, I'm so—I'm so sorry that we did that. We didn't mean to, uh, you know, 
we didn't mean to target to blow up this house. E- even blowing up houses is like, it doesn't make any sense no. that they're calling these houses and going, hey, we're going to bomb you. So, okay, so if Hamas is there, then aren't you going to be like, yeah, hey, I mean, we're at, le- like, at this point, they Hamas have to. see you pick up the fucking phone? I, I, I mean, again, unless, unless they're going to continue to blame Hamas for all these bombs, like yeah. c- civilian bombs, uh, yeah, they have to start claiming legit incompetence. They have to be like, yeah, our army is shit. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Because otherwise, you look like you're either uh, war criminals or you're dummies. So get on the TV and tell us which one you are. Yeah, it's kind of always how they've operated. Yeah, but I would claim dummy at this point. I would yeah. be like, we're the dumbest. We're, it's, it's like the Three Stooges over here. Right. And then just fucking end it. Right. Right. And I know mm-hmm. it's not as complicated because I know even people go, well, a ceasefire. And it's like, but a, what a ceasefire means is that things go back to normal. And that mm-hmm. is unfortunately probably true. I mean, I don't know how the Gaza can exist, Gaza Strip can exist how it is. Well, it can't, obviously, it's gone. Mm-hmm. But um, <sighs> I'm talking about the lines of everything. They're yeah. obviously going to move forward, Israel, right? And then claim this is like a barrier of security. Well, Amy Schumer put something in her story, too, because it's like she's also oh. sharing stuff in her story that goes away. It said something like, here's societies that tried to destroy the Jews, like the Assyrians, gone. The Mesopotamians, gone. The, uh, the Nazis, like, gone. Yeah. And then it said Iran, and then question mark, like uh, implying that like we're gonna Jesus. destroy Iran. Oh, I can't um, wait. Yeah, you want to uh, see the U.S. military fall on its face and mm-hmm. around attack, like <coughs> for a variety of reasons. Like uh, it's an extremely mountainous country, mm-hmm. extremely big country. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can even uh, what is Iran? Iran. Yeah. So if you even pull an aircraft carrier up to the coast. You still got to, like, have an F-16 refuel twice to get to, in midair, to get to uh, fucking Tehran from the, the beach, the southern coast. Oh, really? So it's, like, it's not easy to bomb. It's uh, extremely mountainous, extremely difficult to invade. Mm-hmm. They have extremely advanced anti-aircraft, and they control what's called the Strait of Hormuz, mm-hmm. uh, which about 20% of the world's oil goes through. It's, like, this little um, uh, uh, strait just, like, on the... Uh, on the tip of Iran, mm-hmm. where al- almost all of the tankers or a lot of the tankers that go th- from Saudi Arabia, they have to pass through. Mm-hmm. So if Iran shuts it down or just like stations, you know, artillery there or whatever, like global oil markets immediately get thrown into chaos. Right. So th- which is probably the main reason why we haven't invaded Iran yet is the Strait of Hormuz, because this came up in the Bush one administration. It came up in the Bush two administration near the end. Cheney actually really wanted to attack Iran mm-hmm. and Basically, other establishment U.S. freaks had to be, be like, hey, "Hey, man, you've had enough. Uh-huh. You've had enough wars <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. one administration." Yeah, the Eighty-six Dick Cheney, right? From the, yeah, you know, time to drive your car home. Yeah, w- not have any more. But yeah. um, <clears throat> but so yeah, I mean, but that's that's what's uh, uh, very possible is the U.S. getting involved because I think Hezbollah. The more this shit in Gaza goes on, the more Hezbollah. I mean, honestly, is morally justified in intervening, mm-hmm. but will be pressured by their constituents and by their members to intervene. Mm-hmm. And if Hezbollah intervenes, I believe they would beat Israel. Yeah. And I believe the U.S. has invested so much in Israel as a strategic partner up to this point that we would have to get involved. Mm-hmm. We would have to start bombing Hezbollah and deploying Marines and all that, which would be a nightmare. I mean, that yeah. you know, it and that would be in Lebanon. That'd be in Lebanon, and that's like it. Could which eat. then, I why <laughs> wouldn't Iran get involved? Am I they, wrong? You know, they have they would have a lot of incentive too, because Hezbollah is, you know, it's an oversimplification to say that it's an Iranian proxy, but they are heavily supported by Iran. So they don't want to see Hezbollah get fucked up. Iran is kinda like the US of the Middle East in terms of they like is it true that I mean I'm sure Iran there's terrible things there, but one good thing they're doing I do know about is they're kind of cleaning up Iraq. Like the mess of Iraq is is Iran is dealing with it. Right, because Iraq is a majority Shia country. Though there is like, so that's one of the consequences of the U.S. invasion is Saddam was a Sunni, and uh, uh, Sunni power was really kind of displaced by the U.S. invasion of Iraq, and uh, Iran has filled the vacuum to a large extent and uh, is, uh, heavily supports the Shia there. Though there are kind of nationalistic tensions between the two two nations, but Iran is heavily influential now in Iran, in Iraq. I just feel like when you see these posts from like uh, you know from from 
Brett Gelman or whoever it is, they, these people must be getting paid to write this stuff. Because all of the posts don't, they have, they all have comments disabled. Mm. I feel like this must be part of the deal. Like they go, like if you post this about, weren't about you about Israel, weren't you sharing the conspiracy that uh, Drew Michael has a, a lot more followers <laughs> since he made the post about Israel? Well, let me sh- cite this article from <laughs> Rolling Stone. True. I mean, Mike. Let me cite this article. But I think celebrities do that sometimes because they don't want to be harassed on, a, especially on a, in a on a topic like this. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're, you deserve to. They deserve to be harassed. Yeah. The only I just think it's such a yeah. tough call, right? Obviously, some people are getting paid if there's emails going out. Yeah. Someone's gonna bite. But is an Amy Schumer getting? I mean, how do you even prove? How do you prove it? She's, you know. Well, all I have is this Rolling Star article. It says, as the bloody war in Gaza rages on, so does the digital struggle for control of the geopolitical narrative surrounding it. Now a number of prominent pro-Palestine creators and influencers are baffled by a clumsy campaign to get them to, get them to support Israel on social media. On Wednesday, Issa Twame, a Palestinian-American musician who goes by Twames, has nearly 4.5 million YouTube followers, tweeted an image of a brief he received via email from an Israeli grassroots group called Hostages and Missing Families Forum, writing... Emailing to someone to someone who is literally Palestinian is crazy, especially in an age of information where you can clearly understand who has been wronged for decades. The document requests participation in an online campaign to, quote, raise awareness of the, diff- uh, the difficult station in Israel and the, quote, war against terrorism with the use of the hash- hashtags uh, Hamas is ISIS and stand with Israel. Damn, they really knocked it out of the park out of the park with that Hamas is ISIS. It's so good. Yeah. It's so it's so that shit is ass. How do you even argue <laughs> that shit and and I saw Joe Biden be like, um he, he's getting like Russia involved, you know, and it's just like and yeah. Putin and you're just like, dude, what yeah. a bomb. What like he's like he goes Hamas and Putin. It it feels like he's trying to translate it to the dumbest people in the world. Like mm-hmm. he's like, this is like this. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to translate but it's like, no, they're mm-hmm. not the same at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And don't group them together because now they're a team. Mm-hmm. I mean it is fun you know, like uh <laughs> the Biden speech that he made about the Hamas attacks and it's a paraphrase, it's not exactly what he said, but the 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 implication of what he says was he said, hey, Hama- man, I, s- I saw forty decapitated babies. The implication of what he says is Hamas and Putin are not exactly the same, but they are the same in that they hate us for our freedom and our democracy. He said that. I mean, that's a paraphrase. Yeah, but he says. They are the same in that they both seek to destroy democracy. That was my aunt's last words. And (laughs) it's like, again, this is literally what they fucking rolled out in 2003. They hate us for our freedom, which is, I mean, just the stupidest oversimplification in the world. Nobody is motivated like, oh, I'm going to go get blown up and leave my family and do a suicide bombing because I'm so mad that Americans get to vote for two corporate parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, it's just like, they like, just talk to us like we're stupid. In America, it's, they have KFC and Popeyes. <laughs> you strap a bomb to your yourself. Right. Yeah, it's it's that. And and another thing that dumb guys say too is they go, uh, they go, oh man, people just fighting over religion again, fighting over whose oh, god yeah, is better. Not, it is not the case. It's just yeah. But I will say, all the political leaders when they make their speeches, they re- and and our leaders do it too. So I'm like lenient on them. But they bring up God and we bring up our God like way too much mm-hmm. that it, it is all creepy. Yeah. Like in this actual speeches, they're always like, and then God will do this or it's yeah. like, and now, but and it's like, Ugh, no. Yeah. I don't like any of that. Yeah. It feels like very doom, doomy, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. End of the world shit. Yeah. But anyway, there's a group. It's called, uh, it's it's a group that was founded by the people who have uh, loved ones that were taken hostage, um, who are dead, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a, as of a week ago, the forum was pushing for a meeting with Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu about what he would do to ensure the safe return of their loved ones. He finally met with members on October 15th, but the summit proved contentious as attendees argued about whether a strong retaliation against Hamas should be prioritized over the safety of the hostages. Also contributing to the That's, rocky... It is so cool that Benjamin Netanyahu hired a guy to go to his press conference and be like, kill the hostages! I have family there! I want you to kill the hostages! Yeah. yeah it's like an Andy Kaufman bit. It's like Bob <laughs> Smuda. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in this Finkelstein book that I listen to, listen to, he he does kind of argue that that's always been there, sort of what they do. Like, like Hamas will take hostages, and then they either like they just let them die, or they'll they'll do these like ra- these 
these raids or whatever where they end up getting killed mm-hmm. and that and then they can go see see they're terrorists and then they, and then they and then he gets to be like don't second guess me again exactly yeah but uh, also contributing to the rocky relationship between the forum and Netanyahu's government are hawkish comments like those from Israeli National Security Chief Zachi Hanegbi, who said the day before the meeting that, quote, Israel will not hold negotiations with an enemy that we have vowed to wipe from the face of the earth. It's like a we don't negotiate with terrorists type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the group of families accused him of effectively saying that Israel is, quote, abandoning its citizens who have been kidnapped and had to be personally assured by Netanyahu that this was not the case. Um Influencer Cara Watson, who is rapidly rebuilding her TikTok presence after being accidentally locked out of her 400-plus follower account when her last phone broke, claimed that a brand she partnered with to produce sponsored content, one unconnected to the group advocating on behalf of kidnapped Israelis, quote, really tried to pay me to change my opinion. She claimed the company, which she did not name, sent an email indicating they no longer wish to work with her after she posted a photo from a pro-Palestinian march on her Instagram account. Mm. The brand then offered to pay her, quote, basically double the amount that we agreed on if she took down the picture and publicly announced that she no longer supported Palestine. Watson alleged in her TikTok, which has not, uh, which has since been taken down, but remains available on X, formerly Twitter. In a follow-up post, Watson claimed she did not personally delete the video. TikTok removed it, but she said, I stand by everything in the previous video. The new video clarified. So, you know, there's a lot of money behind uh, behind this stuff. I do want to remind everybody that I did see a, v- a video of a baby who had been crushed by rubble. Uh, these people don't have power. They're bombing their hospitals. They're bombing the mosques. And, you know, people like Amy Schumer get to go on and, and cry about, you know, being being Jewish and anti-Semitism, which is a, obviously you know a very real thing. It's not a real thing. Does, does she post it <laughs> all come about? On. Does she post it all about Palestine? Why would you say that? I mean, if you're in America, it's if, not a real if thing. You're in, if you're in Europe, it's not really a real thing either. No, that's I mean, not true. I mean, more of a real just, thing in Europe. It, it, it's in terms yeah. of like what it define like what a thing is, you know. I don't, but you know, yeah, people. I mean, there's anti-Semitism. That's so silly to say. It's like you guys are too smart to say dumb shit. Come on. Yeah. In more Amy Schumer, <laughs> in, in more Amy, yeah. In more Amy Schumer's <laughs> Zionist news, she posted this and then deleted it when she realized it was about Palestinians. It's about logging off and. I, I don't, don't want you to log off. I don't want you to. Look I don't away. envy those with the ability to look away to log off. This was some, but somebody wrote this about. Prioritize your quote it. mental health over bearing witness to genocide. She's. She clearly only cares about money, it seems like. Hmm. And she likes to, like, have an apple in her mouth and be barbecued over a fire pit. Uh, yeah. Those are the two <laughs> things she likes. Yeah. Um, And so I just feel like if I can make some predictions, my prediction is that all the hostages are dead. And also that... Uh, uh, we will find out that she was paid. I mean, I think there was there's an email right here. I actually texted it to myself, but there's been an email that was going around. But I just don't want to make any. I don't want to. I have I don't want to be unclear about what's happening. We we know we all know what's happening over there, right? Oh sure. We all know that they're 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 targeting surgeons' families. They're tar- they targeted a journalist family. So so there's not really a. And then she's posting in support of the country that's doing it. Right. I mean, and I think we're gonna. More, I think more and more about this is gonna is gonna come out, and I think that I hope she has to answer for this. Maybe not in this lifetime, but she will have to answer to God. Hmm. But here's the email that was going around to influencers, where they, there is an email that mentions her by name. Let me just uh, find it. Did I already read it? Did you? You might have. Is it bring them home? Yeah, bring them home. During these times, your voice is needed. Our yep. group has created a library of explainer I, videos. I literally right? already read okay, this. Okay, okay. So top influences included, yeah, Kim Kardashian, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, so. yes. So, uh, yeah, we're in a little bit of an information war right now. We are. We're doing and, our part. Uh, we're trying to do our part in the little in the little information war that mm. we're in. I do think, like, we were talking about this off mic, but I do think we've had a, a slight listener bump, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know... War is good for business. Yeah, we're making money off the conflict, which is. Which I guess is, is the is the celebrity aspect of it. Um, is it like a war worth fight? Like has any? Because you know, okay, so during COVID, right, when celebrities released that um, song, yeah. everyone went, "You guys are fucking idiots." And yeah. throughout history, we've always said, "You guys are fucking idiots." Every time they try to do something for us. Yeah. Well, now this time, 
we're we're calling it something else. We're calling them like Zionists, you know. Um, where maybe they're just fucking dumb. Maybe they're the same celebrities that have been dumb this whole time, making statements every tragedy, sounding like morons, because she doesn't know what she's talking about. Just like she didn't know about a ton of things. I'm sure she's talked about in the past. It's hard to excuse this stuff. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, oh, it's, it's hard to excuse. It's like happening, like right, like you can see. Sure. Anytime yes. you want to go see the bodies, you can see the bodies. I know, but right. it's so hard to get to go. This is what their their intention is. When celebrities have been proven to be fucking morons in every situation. Mm-hmm. So why are they not going to be morons on this situation? I, I, I just don't think you can. As opposed to, oh, you're being paid off and you're this. It, it, I think someone arguing with you could say... I just don't think you can excuse it's, this. You're saying like Jews run Hollywood and entertainment and therefore this is like... As opposed say, to them being... I know, I'm saying if someone's arguing with you, they you're could, saying, what's say the that. incentive for celebrities to do a thing like this? When money. They've, but they've done it in the past. Was that money too when they've been like... Yeah, but this is like there's evidence Okay, here yeah, but I know, but there's no evidence that it's Schumer. I mean, and she's Jewish and been a knucklehead well, for e- years e- on every topic. That email that I just read. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but they just referenced her name. I mean, that's... They're just yeah, saying they someone's said, name. They said creators that we've partnered with Oh, already. okay, okay. A, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's weird as fucking wrong. Yeah. We should mention Out for Smokes. Wait, what is it? Is she talking about Chappelle? No, no. This is someone went to Chappelle's show, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not Schumer talking about Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what he said at the, sh- at the Boston show. Isn't that crazy? He's doing a show at an arena in front of 22,000 people. Somebody goes, shut the fuck up, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is white supremacy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. We should mention Out for Smokes is uh, now sponsored by Telegram, the official app for looking at pictures of dead children. Yeah. Wait, is yeah. That what, what's There's the, what? a lot of them. I don't think I have Telegram. Telegram's, I mean, it's like Twitter or WhatsApp, but you can subscribe to different feeds. So there's like pro-Hamas, pro-Israel accounts, you know, Mm -hmm. pro-Palestinian accounts, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of combat footage, a lot of pictures of dead bodies. And there's even like a really fucked up Hebrew language Telegram account where they just like put pictures of dead Palestinians and make fun of them. Like there's, you know, it really fucked me up. Like they're really evil people. A lot of them in Israel, very evil um, but one of them is just like a picture of like a dead kid who couldn't have been more than 14 and something about, uh, you know, it's in Hebrew and then it was auto translated to English to something to the effect of like on his way to meet the virgins or something like that, yeah. you know, or, uh, yeah. Or I guess maybe the virgins will clean him up. Something about those virgins, you know, well that, that girl, that, that girl, Rachel uh, Corey, Rachel Corey yeah. who was the activist. They, uh, Rachel Corey was from Seattle uh, where I'm from. So I actually heard about this in high school or yeah, I was in middle school. Uh, in 2003, uh, her and some other volunteers did uh, nonviolent resistance because the Israelis like to uh, demolish the homes of Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they did it with the Palestinians outside of the homes, now they're doing it with the Palestinians inside the homes. But they would uh, back in 2003, they would have bulldozers, and you know there are various settlements in the West Bank or whatever. They would just go and they would bulldoze the the house, and then they would build a new house, and a Jewish family would would move in. Uh, so uh, Rachel Corey was from Seattle. She went over, uh, and the nonviolent resistance was they would just put themselves physically in front of the bulldozers, and you would get the bulldozer to stop because they wouldn't want to kill somebody. But the Israelis killed Rachel Corey. They just ran her over with the bulldozer, and they uh, backed over. They like backed up over her. Right? Yeah, they they fucking killed her. Her last words were, "I think I broke my back," and she died. Wow. And uh, and she's a hero. You know, this is a college yeah, I mean student. The, ten- you know. the Tiananmen Square guy didn't even die. Yeah, no, he didn't die. And, uh, you know, she has a, a street named I heard he wasn't even Chinese. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> street named after her in Palestine. But um, <coughs> but somebody was uh, posting something that Israelis did is they would have uh, Rachel Corey pancake days. Yeah. You know, there was like a Facebook group for it yeah. where they would just make pancakes with Rachel Corey's dead face on it. Yeah. You what know, in the fuck? Because they, they crushed her with the bulldozer. Who did this? The Israelis. I mean, some people in Israel. Yeah, it's just people being wild It's just people fuck, being right? fucked up. But you it's know like what? It's like the honestly, Kid Rock people. It's like the Coors Light shooters. Honestly, I but do obviously think... Yeah, way but worse. it's like obviously uh, way about worse. somebody who was trying to sort yes. of like do it's their It's the people... Yes, yes, yes. Somebody who was trying to stop them from bulldozing people's houses. Yeah. Jesus. I think you know the median Israeli is more evil than the median American. I'm I'm okay with generalizing like that uh-huh. um, because you know like two thirds of the people in the United States want a ceasefire, which is yeah. crazy. Fifty two, uh, you know, I'm just quoting from Matt Carp on Twitter, but fifty two percent of Americans, when polled, 
say that the U.S. should not arm Israel. 52%, a majority. 66% say the U.S. should work for a ceasefire. Yeah. Over 70% say the U.S. should send aid to Gaza. These are crazy numbers. It's mm-hmm. never been like this, especially right. considering all the propaganda. But, you know, Congress and, you know, everyone in Hollywood with a real career, they yeah. don't reflect that. So what I was yeah. saying earlier is, like, we've had a slight listener bump, and I don't think it's because we're, like, so good or anything i just think it's because people want to hear they're all handcuffed nobody can talk about this except for people with some sort of independent platform because if you are if you're with like caa or some you know big agency you're shooting yourself in the foot right like uh you know some lady was high up in caa who uh, did some uh i think it was an instagram post about stop the genocide in gaza yeah she had to step down or step like she had to uh severely reduce her role in the company yeah you know nobody with a Hollywood career can talk honestly about what's happening, even if they do support Palestine. The most they can do is kind of ask for a ceasefire, which two-thirds of Americans support, but they can't just be honest, which is Israel is doing a genocide. That's what Norman Finkelstein says. Right. Guy who studied this for 40 years. I'm not... And I mean, God, the the fact that they assassinated the family members... Of and that we just found out about yesterday. I saw a video of that guy's kids the yeah, before they before they his wife died. Oh, I should just like they, okay. they made they made a video and they're like, "This is Gaza. Like, why the world has kind of turned its back on us?" And then Jeez. and then the guy goes, "Yeah, those kids are dead." But I want to talk about that for a second because I think that there's this idea that like, oh, you can't speak. You know, it's uh, there's a lot of Zionists in uh, in um, there's a lot of powerful Zionists and everything. But I think that like. So social social movements like change really fast. Like people's opinions change really fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that like if you were gonna if you were if you worked for like Citibank twenty years ago and you were like let's put a rainbow, let's celebrate Pride Month, you'd be like laughed at. Mm-hmm. And I just I for some for some reason maybe I'm optimistic, but I kind of see. I kind of see free Palestine being a mainstream well, thing. Well, I think, yeah, in like fi- in like five or ten years. I yeah. think, um, yeah, I don't think you're going to see it at Target because it's not like an American thing, and so I think yeah. the companies are smart enough to stay out of it this time. But people like to get behind. But, uh, yeah, that is true. That is true. You know. Um, but I do think, um, what I mean, what a lot of people should do is. They need to, you know, Zionist types, they need to, like, take a step back and go, like, oh, I was informed different, you know, yeah. or, or I, I was miseducated and I'm looking into this more. Or at the very least, what's happening right now is wrong and you can't support a government that's going this far yeah. and therefore we must do this. And then there's going to be less of this, like, you're anti-Zionist, that means you're anti-Semitic and you're, you know, and people won't get yelled at for, I mean, Dave Chappelle didn't say shit if you want to read what he said. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think people are going to be horrified once the body count comes out. I think everybody's going to pretend they didn't support this at the time. Yeah. But, you know, we talked about the U.N. says Gaza needs 100 trucks of aid every day. Yeah. Joe Biden said he'd get 20 through yeah. as an initial Israeli thing. They allowed eight of the 20 trucks through. And that was only once. And now the IDF says they won't let any more trucks through. They've come up with an excuse. They say because the U.N. wants to deliver fuel so that the generators can work, so that the hospitals can work. And the IDF says, why don't you take the fuel from these uh, these fuel tanks we, we have on satellite image that Hamas has? Why uh-huh. don't you ask Hamas for the fuel? Uh-huh. And it's like they were always going to think up some excuse yeah. to just starve all those people, to, to, ca- to kill them with dehydration, yeah. which, you know, you'll die after three days yeah. without uh, potable water. And what's going to happen when these people start, like, starving to death? That's the thing. It's, like, I think Hezbollah will have to intervene then. Yeah. But the U.S. sure isn't stopping them. Mm -hmm. And these people are fucking psychopaths. They do want to starve everyone to death in there. There is no plan except for just bombing every single, carpet bombing them, Mm -hmm. uh, clearing them all out, taking the land. And they, ideally, they want to expel them all to Egypt. Mm -hmm. But if they can't do that, they're just going to keep killing them until... You know, there is enough of a breaking point that either Hezbollah or somebody else gets involved and physically stops them, or they just kill, you know, 100,000 people. It's, mm-hmm. per- it's They could very well do they that. They could very well do that. Yeah. And and when and if that happens, like, everybody who's cheering for Israel right now is just going to pretend that they weren't. Right, right, pre- right, right. You know, they're going to pretend. Well, that's why we got to hold them accountable. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's easy to be, especially if you have a show business career. Yeah. Like, you know, it's... 
We don't, so we we can, we can be a yeah, little braver. Yeah, but Drew Michael when you really <laughs> think about it. So, you know, now is the time to not be a coward yeah. for once in your life. And, yeah. you know, just be honest. Yeah. You don't have to, if you're not a political guy, don't person, don't be a political person, but... Just be honest about what you see, because be I, th- about what you see. I think if you're being honest about what you see, you can only really come to one conclusion yeah. about what's happening right now. And don't be one of those people that goes, oh, re- oh, I guess I got to post about the thing now. I need to pick a the side. Like, thing. Don't act like, yeah, don't act like you're uh, better than everybody or you're like, you know better because you like you're allowed to read a couple articles and, and have an opinion. Don't be that guy who goes, oh, I guess it's time to post on social yeah, media. I do wish we don't had be like, like a don't year. Don't be the social media guy. I do wish we had a year to really read into it, though. It feels like we're all like taking, um, I don't want to get the vaccine involved, but like it's like a rushed sure. vaccine of opinions yeah. uh, on this situation where there should be some like tr- more trials or I don't know, something. Yeah, there should be more. It, you're seeing it with your own eyes, though. For sure. Oh, th- yeah. No, that. But when people start talking about the history mm-hmm. or about, you know, when people start sounding like, oh, now you're oh you're on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I understand like citizen, like news guys or whatever you call them. Yeah. But uh, there's also a lot of like, hey, I'm on Twitter, so I'm now a reporter. Yeah. But you're not. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like they're going to start like building gas chambers and being like, this is how we get Hamas. Well, they they were uh, talking about uh, pumping gas sarin in gas into the tunnels, but apparently that yeah. doesn't really work because uh-huh. the U.S. would have done that w- in Vietnam or uh, right. Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah. The they watch ca- they watch Caddyshack. They're like, it doesn't work. Um, okay, but anyway, so I just want to say this: these four, uh, two journalists, two surgeons, uh, while uh, Dauda, who was the Al Jazeera Gaza bureau chief, he had his in- uh, entire family killed in an airstrike. His wife and all his children. Uh, Muhammad How many f- kids did he have? I don't know. Because uh, I saw a video of him holding a toddler. Was that? I don't know if that was his kid or. It was probably his. Yeah. So he had like uh, three kids. So yeah, uh, um, yes, I, I would assume. I don't know the exact number. I did see a thing too, where like some some Israeli journalist was on TV and said that he like his family was targeted. Exactly. Yes, that's the thing. Where it's like, first of all, that's what they always do. These fucking monsters. Mm-hmm. They just kill people's families on purpose, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, accident. We, you know, misfired." Mm-hmm. But in this case, um, uh, an Arab affair. The Arab affairs correspondent at the Israeli News Channel 13, uh, Zev Yuhaz uh, uh, Kelly. Uh, he's uh, there's a clip of him in Hebrew, and what he says translates in English to. The Al Jazeera bureau chief's family was targeted. Yeah. So that's one of the four yeah. where you have like a journalist, an Israeli journalist with connections to the Israeli military and sources there saying, yeah, they targeted the family. And he only says this in Hebrew on the Israeli TV. They mm-hmm. will never say this in English sure. for an American audience, but they deliberately targeted the family of the Gaza bureau chief. But the same day, the exact same day, that his family was killed. Mohammed Farah is another journalist. His family was killed, wife and his kids. Uh, Mohammed Alron was the head of surgery, or is the head of surgery at the Indonesian hospital in Gaza. His wife and all his kids were killed. And uh, Moyad Alron is another surgeon at that same hospital. His wife, all his kids, all killed. So the same day, they like targeted all four of the, and you know, there might have been more, but those were just the ones that I found. Mm-hmm targeted all four of their families, killed their wives and their kids. I mean, this is this is Nazi shit. Yeah. There's no there's no hyperbole in saying that. This is just evil for the sake of evil. These are two surgeons and two journalists yeah. that they're killing them just for being in Gaza and operating on people or being in Gaza and showing the world what's happening in Gaza, where the Secretary of State, Joe Biden's Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, uh, it leaked that um, he, he asked the Qatari PM to to make Al Jazeera tone down their coverage because mm-hmm. Al Jazeera is like partly funded by the Qatari government mm-hmm. and they have a lot of reporters on the ground in Gaza and the Israelis are getting mad because that's the main obstacle to their genocide is just the world seeing what's happening there. Mm-hmm. So after Anthony Blinken tells this guy to like make Al Jazeera tone it down or stop like showing these images from Gaza, the Israelis decide to murder the family yeah. of the Gaza bureau chief for Al Jazeera. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if you're supporting Israel, like, last chance to fucking get on the train to save your soul. Yeah. Last chance, you know, to just go like, you know what? I fucked up. 
This yeah. is pretty messed up, yeah. and we need a ceasefire. I have a question because I was in fucking middle school. But looking back after 9-11 and going into, I mean, especially Iraq, right? Um, I mean, how many c- c- civilians did we kill? Like, was it? did it look as ugly as this in certain areas, and we just were not reflecting on it? Or no, there was kind of a, like a... I don't know, an assessment of where civilians were and it, it, they weren't targeted. The most in Iraq, most of the killing was we kicked off a civil war because, you know, like the Shia and the Sunni militias just started mass murdering each other. Like Baghdad got ethnically cleansed. We're just like, a, you know, it, it, both sides did it. But, you know, you would just have like one morning or every morning you would have just, you know, a half dozen s- dead Sunnis uh, in the street when the garbage men come around, you know. They would just like go and just like find the Sunnis or find the Shias, depending on the area, and just either kill them so the rest leave or just, you know. So, you know, the U.S. Army military certainly killed a lot of fucking people in Iraq, but most of the deaths were as soon as we uh, knocked over Saddam's army and then sent all the police. uh, Paul Bremer sent the, uh, the police in the military home instead of using them for like security. He just fired all of them. And just, like, made all these people unemployed with military experience. Of course, they all became, you know, insurgents or they became militia members or leaders or whatever. And so it was kind of just us destroying the security situation caused all these deaths, which, I mean, estimates go up to a million, but at least, you know, 500,000 in Iraq, at least. Holy. Okay. Saddam was just the iron fist holding it all together. Saddam was a good dude. That was what we've learned. Mm -hmm. Like I, I read about the. There's this famous photo of this Palestinian kid, who uh, these who's throwing rock, throwing a rock at a tank. Yeah. He's a, and it's this famous Associated Press uh, photo of this kid. He was 14 years old, and like a couple weeks after the photo was taken, the Israelis shot him through the neck and killed him. Mm -hmm. This is a 14-year-old kid just throwing rocks at tanks. A couple weeks after the photo. Yeah. No, not Israelis. It was the Iraqi. the Iraqi army, right? No, no, no. The Israelis shot oh, him dead. Oh, really? But why, the, the kid's name was Faris Odeh. Oh, And okay. uh, why Saddam is a good guy is I learned that he, as was his custom, sent a check for $10,000 to the kid's families shot after up. the Israelis shot him dead. Wow. So that's what we've learned. You know, it's like Malcolm X mm-hmm. said, the media will have you hating the people. Right who are on your side and have you you loving the people oppressing you. Right. The media will have you hating Saddam Hussein and Uh Hezbollah. Uh They are actually the good guys. He's not in hell. He's not dating Satan. They're the ones who are on your side. That's what I was taught. But wait, okay, so he, but he gassed his own people or is that not true? He gassed the Kurds, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's bad. Hey, maybe he is in hell. He also had this purge. He had the uh, he took over the bath party and he had this purge where he like brought every member of, or every high up person in the bath party together in this conference room and then he started like reading out names of people he said were traitors and they were taken out of the hall and then he made the people he left behind participate in their executions. Like they what? were taken out of the hall and shot, but then kind of uh, his innovation was he made the people that he spared participate in executing the people he purged so that they're like we're all in this together now what the fuck? okay and there's video of him like smoking a cigar while he like reads out the names and they're like dragged out of the hall but you know i mean definitely one of the the gooder guys in history yeah i think okay compared to america yeah and uh the united snakes of america and is isn't real what is happening? Isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sean's dating someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean's starting to dress different. I don't think girlfriend. this is a Halloween costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You meet Sean's girlfriend, she's just wearing like a hijab. <laughs> <laughs> we never said, but uh, uh, what, uh, mm-hmm. what, Mike, do you have a guess for our Halloween costumes? Um, Yeah, you're Oppenheimer. Mm, that's right. And you're Donald Trump? <laughs> ah, no, I don't know. I just put this on. I had this years ago. Yeah. He's a prison. What is this? Suit. What does this mean again? Department of Corrections. Corrections. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, let's go over to the Patreon. Wait, wait, wait. I was wait. I was oh. walking with my ex-girlfriend once. We'll talk maybe sp- some more about this stuff, but also yeah. Halloween. Here's a little Halloween story. Yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one time, my my ex was wearing this. I don't know if I bought this for her, if this was mine, but anyway, she was wearing this one year. We were walking the kid down the street, mm-hmm. and some fucking guy jumps out, and he's like, "Oh, DOC, I was in the pen," and he starts like hitting <laughs> on her, and I'm like, "Okay, we're good," and he's yeah. like, "What the fuck's your problem?" He starts like fighting with me, uh-huh. and uh, and then I got yelled at later. 
For, for what? Because she was like, the kid was there. You're not supposed to be like, hey, we're good. Just let him be rude. Yeah. But I was like, what kind of hitting on a person is that? Yeah. Oh, you're an inmate? I've been to jail. Yeah. Get out of here, mister. I'm well, sorry gotta, for asking you to leave us alone. Got to uh, open uh, with women with things you have in common, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, gang, see you over on the Patreon. Actually, though, my, my, my costume, I'm actually Israeli Oppenheimer. Uh-huh. I invented like a, a type of white phosphorus that's even more powerful against baby skin. Oh, okay. And then I have regrets. Because yeah. I right, right. became death, destroyer nice. of children's hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that uh, Harry Truman quote about Oppenheimer where he says, don't ever bring that fucking freak into my office. <laughs> Cry, <laughs> baby. <laughs> that Cretan. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, he called him a crybaby. What did you think of the movie? Did you see I it? Really liked it? I really yeah. liked it, yeah. yeah. I didn't see it. I Well, I don't want to spoil it. Oh. Well, if you're going to the movies, please invite your friends who have children. We like movies too. No one, you know, ever invites us to things. But uh, oh yeah, I yeah. really w- I, like, I want to see Killers of the Flower Moon, but yeah. I do not want to see Killers of the Flower Moon. I don't want to. Th- it's just so much. Yeah, it's like it's I want to. I want to be able to go. I'm actually out. Like I want to. I want to do s- two sittings of it. We should. Yeah. If theaters want more people in seats, yeah, you should be able to pay for like seeing half a movie and then coming back later to see the rest of it if you feel like it. Yeah. That'd be sick, right? Yeah. Hmm. You said movie pass. Thank you, John. Let's let's <laughs> let's head over to the Patreon where we're gonna talk yeah. about. Uh, yeah, we got a teaser on the Patreon. We've got a special exclusive guest. We the do. man who just had a shooting spree in Maine and is mm-hmm. on the th- on Oh, the we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. He's a fugitive from justice. Guy. He'll be joining us on the Patreon, making his way to New York. We also have a little review of a comedy show from a friend of the show <laughs> that we want to read on the This is what the Patreon's going to be now. <laughs> yeah. Just Mike trashing comedians. I did He's find a review of our one of our ass. friends. I did find a review of one of our friend's shows. Uh, we're going to talk about Halloween costumes. Um, he admits else, he's though. a friend. So yeah. we'll, see you, we'll see you over there. Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Alfred Smokes. Thanks for supporting the show. We were at uh, 1,000 patrons. Yeah. Which is a big deal. Thank it you. means a lot. Never thought we'd get there. Love you all. But, um, but yeah, you know, people want to hear. Yeah, it looks like we made it. Looks like we made it. Um, thank you for all your support. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week or over on the Patreon. Bye-bye. <laughs>